time to break down the game film and look at the X's and O's, the KO's and the O's from the world of sports. Bet Online presents All Balls, All Sports. Let's dive into the Bet Online headlines baseball playoffs. Dodgers win 6 5. They go up in the Padres 2 zip. Super tension. This could be the next great rivalry. Cody Bellinger's home run robbing catch off Fernando Tatis Jr. ignites bad Manny Machado. Dodgers pitcher Bruce Starr Graster Gratterall celebrated uh, Bellinger's catch, and uh, Machado got pissed at that and unleashed a flurry of FUs, which in an empty ballpark could be heard down at the Arlington Walgreens. It was pretty funny. And that echoed a bit. I think we have footage of this. Machado had already hit one home run, I think. This is the deepest part of the track, the deepest part of the ballpark. Have a special postseason this year. He threw his mitt down. Did they have to play the music, though? That's insulting. Kiss over to Manny Machado, who didn't like him. Yeah, Manny's pissed. The, uh, you know, it's crazy because, you know, if the ball travels another two or three inches, it's a home run. Mm -hmm. But he also hit it to the deepest part part you could go. I mean, you could go down the line. I'm saying this for Gina Grads. uh, Thank you. you know, edification, but you probably go down the line. It's 336 feet, 328, 333, whatever it is. It's three something, 330 something, but you go straight away center. It's 407. So you can just add about 70 feet to how much further you have to hit it. Then of course it's going out of the ballpark and Cody goes up, gets a good jump and literally pulls it back. But if you think about that hit, if you hit it, Anywhere else in the ballpark, it's it's it clears the fence by 30, 40, 50 feet. But he hit it at dead center right. and he got taken apart. Now, I get the part where the pitcher celebrates. I mean, because yeah. you would celebrate that. You had a home run sure. robbed uh, and that saved you a run and blah, blah, blah. I don't get the part where you have to taunt the guy who hit the ball. And it's not really a taunt. No, no. It's not really a taunt. Was he taunting him? No, what happened was Machado started to yak at Gratterall, uh, and uh, it was a, it was Fernando Tatis Jr. who hit the ball and oh. got robbed. Machado oh. was in the on deck circle. Oh, he did a home run earlier in the oh, game. He was and flipped his yet. bat like he was a baton twirler. It was like a celebration of <laughs> oh. a triple quad lutz. Then the bat finally drops off. So he's done his share of celebrating in the game. So Gratterall throws his hat in his glove and Machado starts starts heckling him. And that's when Gratterall turns around and waves bye-bye to him. All right. Number one, the pitcher celebrated a bit excessively. I think we can all agree on that. Number two, you have no business celebrating. You just got, you just got a ball crushed 406 and a half feet. Uh, the guy who's celebrating is Cody Bellinger, rightfully. That's an amazing catch. Hey, the pitcher, you got bailed out. You're like, woo. 
I think that's why he's celebrating. He's got, uh, you know, he's still got a 0.00 ERA in the World right. Series. <laughs> Thanks. To yeah, that I catch. mean, it's 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 up there with the field goal kicker missing the field goal and then the defense, you know, celebrating sort of like as if you caused him to miss it. You know, yeah. it's like I don't think there should be uh, it's if you're defensive back and the receiver drops the ball in the end zone, you shouldn't do that much celebrating. Even though it's not a touchdown and you're on the defense, it's still because he dropped the ball. It's a, it's an opposite sort of thing. I'm, I'm very consistent with this. I don't want you celebrating. Brian's right. The guy hit the ball 413 feet and the pitcher celebrating, but you need to celebrate your player. You need to celebrate mm-hmm. that individual. You can't do a yeah, but I think that's what he was doing. He threw his glove and ah. his hat at the at the Dodger dugout. He wasn't pointing anything towards the Brian's Padres. a Giants fan, a so forehead I think, wipe. I, think we like, know where this I got going. away with one thanks to Cody Bellinger. Well, and the great thing is these two teams are just yakking all year, and it hasn't stopped. I think this is going to supplant the Giants. I think this is going to be a killer rivalry for at least another five or six years. And the downside for the Dodgers is Kenley Jansen. He pitched more like Famke Jansen. He looked bad. <laughs> he did not look good. Is that a bad comparison? They, uh, they should they they should be a rival because they're only ninety five miles away. You know they're mm-hmm. they're in that same. You could you could get front door to front door in about an hour and 45 minutes, no traffic from San Diego to L.A. So good. All right. What else we got? Well, in the NFL, Houston finally, for many people, fired their coach and GM Bill O'Brien on the heels of a huge shouting match with three-time defensive player of the year, J.J. Watt. Uh, And that apparently was the uh, straw that broke the camel's back. O'Brien's out. Uh, Romeo Crennel is in as the interim, and I think that's his 19th stint as an interim uh, coach. But O'Brien's had, just in the last year, seriously, he's let go. Jadavian Clowney was a superb defensive end. That gave him the best defensive end combination in the league with J.J. Watt and Clowney. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins left this year. He's crushing it in Arizona. Uh, they, they let uh, DJ Reader go big defensive tackle, and now they're last in run defense in the NFL. He he signed Laramie Tunsil, a big, good offensive lineman, but he made some blunder in the contract that allowed Tunsil to come back in and really hold a gun to his head and pick up, like, the best contract ever for an offensive lineman in the league. So, uh, and under that, apparently nobody's getting along with O'Brien in the locker room, plain and simple. And they're wasting a, a great young quarterback. Deshaun Watson, if not quite in the league with Mahomes and Jackson, is is a half a notch underneath and probably has the potential to get up there with just a surrounding cast and, and a halfway decent defense. No, I agree. He's a great athlete. He, he's, he's just a click off of those guys, but with no surrounding cast. You just you're never going to get there. You you have to have the offensive line to protect you. You have to have the deep threats, the guys who can stretch the field out. And uh, it was funny. You said Reader was a defensive player got dealt somewhere, and he, he had a, a free agency. They let him go. It was 
it was, um, I don't know where Reader ended up. Do you know where he ended up? Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati. Because I, I don't know. I had a, a very racist thought, which is I was staring at the back of the Cincinnati defense, and Reader was standing right next to a guy whose last name was Blackman. <laughs> and I thought, well, Blackman, Blackman, it just said Blackman. Yeah. And I was like, well, one of those two things is very accurate. I'm not sure about the other, but it was <laughs> reader. Just I like to read name is right next to a Blackman who's on the on the line as well. I think there must be a Blackman and a reader on the same same. Imagine winding line. up in Cincinnati and thinking to yourself, wow. I dodged a bullet not having to stay in Houston. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty a bad. referendum. I know yes. in, in Houston was really getting close to being a, an elite yeah. team a few years ago. And it's just just wheels of they, they've them in uh, in the Atlanta Falcons have just turned into one of those. God, we were right up at the top of the leaderboard, were, and now it's just abysmal. Yeah. yeah, And these teams are good. Like, they have a lot of potential, and for whatever reason, there's a stumbling block. Like, think about the Jaguars of, like, two years ago. They went to the AFC Championship yeah. game. That was, that was a damn good team. Just couldn't get over the hump. There's a stumbling block. Uh, the Atlanta yeah. Falcons, I think I said it before, the Atlanta Falcons, after they blew that lead to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, was like a fighter who just was knocked out in the second round in devastating fashion and just never got their mojo back. Like was never, you know, they were 31 and 0, devastating knockout and became a journeyman tomato can right after that. Like just so (laughs) devastated. How could you get over that Super Bowl loss if you're the Atlanta Falcons with no Super Bowl wins in your franchise history playing the vaunted a Patriots and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and dominating them for three quarters. Like, how do you yeah, yeah. ever get over that that loss? It's it's really it's like a heavyweight just getting knocked out yeah. in the second round, just losing all your swagger, your confidence, just never being the same fighter. That yeah. that that is going to take. It's going to take. It's not. It's going to take twenty years for that franchise to get past that fucking episode that they were they were a they were violently assaulted by the side of the road like they're so psychologically damaged by what happened in that primered van that autumn night that they'll never be back again they're devastated sorry no i'm done Save this uh, exact paragraph for next week when Atlanta's Dan Quinn probably gets fired. Uh, yeah. It was kind of a race to the finish between O'Brien and Quinn to see who was going to lose their job first. And Adam so. Gase is still employed. Yeah, the Jets. Uh, yeah. Well, but let me tell you about the Jets and why you want to be the Jets, because I used to talk about this with um, my buddy Kevin Hench, who does all the sitcoms now. Everyone, everyone back in the day, it's like, I want to be Thursday night. You know, I want to be right after Seinfeld or right before Friends or whatever. And it's like, no, you don't. You want to be Friday at nine o'clock where no one cares and no one knows you're even on TV. You know, like you want to, you don't, you want to coach the Jets where nobody cares if you win. Nobody ever wins. There's no scrutiny. You go, you go 0 and 4 with the Fran, you know, you, you start fucking up with Atlanta and Houston and everyone wants to know what's happening. Like, what's wrong? We got to fix this. We got to make a move. Yeah, the Jets, they're, they're sub 500 every year. Who cares? Right? <laughs> Seven and nine keeps your job 
at the Jets. Yeah, that's Friday night. You know, after yeah. uh, step by step or whatever the, <laughs> I, I used to laugh all the time. You know, uh, Suzanne Summers had a primetime sitcom, but it was on Friday night. Yeah, with Patrick Duffy. With Patrick Duffy, I think it was on like seven or eight seasons. No one even knew she yeah. was on TV. Like they didn't, they they no scrutiny, no no ratings, yeah. no nothing. Just <laughs> hammering paychecks on on Friday nights. <laughs> well, let's stay in the NFL. This is quite interesting. The Washington Football Club <laughs> uh, benched their uh, young quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. This team's had 30 starting quarterbacks in the last 27 years. They've wasted Robert Griffin Jr., Jason Campbell, Patrick Ramsey, Heath Schuler. That's just in the last, like, five years. Haskins only played in 11 games under three different coaches. Jay Gruden, Bill Callahan, the, uh, the, the cursed interim coach, and Ron Rivera. He's got less than 350 pass attempts, and they just put him to third string. They didn't even drop him to second string. Insulting. Yeah, that's how much they've decided they're going another direction with a kid. But behind probably, Alex Smith, who may not have two legs. Right. Yeah, right, right. And horrible offensive line. He has zero weapons. You know, they just have not given this kid a shot, and I think – it's, you know, indicative of, of a franchise that's dysfunctional from the head down. They just cannot get it right in Washington. Uh, you know, it, it took them six months to regroove their nickname to Washington football team. That's the best they could. I mean, you know, they should be driving an Uber like tonight, that entire front office. I, I, I don't get this franchise. And again, Gina doesn't follow the sport, but the Washington Redskins of yore were vaunted franchise. Oh, a perennial, always there at the end. Oh, in and out of Super Bowls, winning Super Bowls. A, always a great organization. You know, tons of yeah. Hall of Famers, and uh, there were. You know, it, when when the Dallas Cowboys would play the Washington Redskins, it was always a always a big deal. Many Super Bowl appearances. It, the the notion that they've completely come undone is is it it's it'd be like you think about think about one of your favorite like restaurants like a chain restaurant like I love PF Chang's wherever I go there's a PF Chang's I always know what I'm going to get it'd be like you going in there and them going we only have top ramen and a can of beets like we got nothing anymore and you go oh how about uh, what do you got on tap? We got nothing on tap. We got a natty light. It's warm. We don't have refrigeration. Like you'd go like, what happened? Like what happened? You yeah. guys used to be such a, my family loved this place. What happened? Like, so who's to blame? Uh, it, 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 it goes, when it goes bad, it can go bad pretty, pretty quickly. Yes, Brian. No, the, the easy answer is Dan <laughs> Snyder. He's the owner of the team and, I don't think a lot of Redskins fans like him. That said, I was shocked at him. T I don't know, it was 10, 12 years ago. I read an article about the most valuable sports franchises. Like, sports franchises a different value. The Redskins were the most valuable sports franchise in the NFL at the time. I think they've been overtaken by a team or two, but th that, was, that was shocking to me. They were a marquee team. And like you say, historically uh, important. The first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yep. Doug Williams they had great coaches. They had great players. Uh, they always uh, competed hard for the division and the league title. So 
I hate to say it. I think it is Snyder. I think, I think you get an owner who comes in same dough as the last owner doesn't know how to spend it. They're not only first black quarterback, but they're a team that before other teams had black quarterbacks, not the first, but I mean, you had a black quarterback and a speedy white running back who dominates. So you know, you had a, you had a white running back and, uh, Riggins, yeah, you had a, you had a fa- that guy was a sprinter. In I don't Kansas. know if he was speed. No, Riggins was more of a of a of a bowling. No, I don't want to embarrass yeah, you. Power. I do not want to embarrass you, but he had the Kansas State hundred yard dash record. Really? Well, oh, how many was- people live in Kansas? Only the fast ones. Once Gina left, took he, a record. That's true. He, he was a big, he, yeah. He was a big bruising dude, but he had wheels. That that was the whole thing about Riggins. Riggins was a Kansas State record holder wow. for the hundred yard dash or hundred meter dash, whatever it was. I mean, you can look it up, uh, Kalen. But that was the thing about him. He was he was this big bruising guy, but he had breakaway breakaway speed. All right, let me hit. Uh, Bet online footballs a uh, well, it's in full swing. I think we've been talking about that. You might not be able to go to the game, but you can get in on the game, get in on the action. Sunday game coming up. We got Raiders at uh, Chiefs. We got the uh, Eagles at Steelers. Giants at uh, Cowboys. Broncos at Patriots. Vikings at Seahawks. Dolphins are at the Forty ers More options to wager than anywhere online from spreads and totals to uh, props, get in on season opening bonuses and wager on division and championship futures as well. Head to Bet Online today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Visit betonline.ag for our exclusive partner, Podcast One. Don't forget, promo code Podcast One for your sign-up bonus today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Well, while we're here, let's yeah. check the Bet Online line from Bet Online. This week's Bet Online NFL Pick'em Pool. Here we go. Uh, Raiders at Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Adam and I both took the Chiefs. Denver Broncos at New England Patriots. We both took the Pats. Eagles at Steelers. We both took the Steelers. Giants at Cowboys. We both took the Cowboys. <laughs> Bills at Tennessee. Adam took the Bills. I took the Titans. And I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> uh, our current standings, um, uh, Chris Myers, who we just had on the show, uh, leading the podcast one standings with 12 points with uh, Chris Horwoodell, also has 12 points. Chael Sonnen, the grappler dude, 11 points. Jim Beaver, 11 points. I'm holding down third with 10 points. Shaq's got nine. Adam, you're in uh, fifth Sixth with eight, and then there's two guys who just started last week. We have three points and two points, and I'll spare them mentioning their names until <laughs> they bring those point totals up, for God's sake. That's ridiculous. Kaylin. That's the oh, bet sorry. online line, and I'm Jeff Cesario for All Balls, All Sports. All Balls, All Sports, presented by Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert.